and you thought vinyl left. You're listening to the Vinyl Community Podcasts. Everything vinyl. Welcome back. We are back with another episode of our bi-weekly show extravaganza meant to titillate, meant to uh, really tickle the senses and that surface noise. I'm Concert Buddy. As you can see, I'm in a new locale, so my audio is a little not top-notch. We're getting there. I'm going to play around with some things here, but joined, joined by some familiar faces and a new face, which we'll go ahead and lead off with our new face on the dais. That is uh, somebody I've been collaborating with a lot. Great new channel to the vinyl community. That is Jason over at Spins Vinyl. Jason, welcome. How are you doing, sir? Thank you. I'm doing great, man. I really appreciate you guys, appreciate you guys having me on. I'm stoked. <laughs> well, welcome, welcome. <laughs> and then uh, our returning champion, uh, wrongly accused of being disruptive on a live stream earlier today. So he's here to vindicate his name. And that is the one that he's even dropped one of his, his names. He usually comes with three or four, but we're only getting two tonight. That's Jose Moreno. Ron, how you doing, Jose? Good, good. A little uh, hot over here, but uh, managing. And uh, <laughs> what better for warm weather than more hot beverages? Right? Well, it's an interesting choice because you said the temperature's hot, but yet you're drinking some, some, uh, some uh, what do they call it, java? Well, yeah, you can. Cafe, cafe, is that the right way to say it? Cafe. Cafe, yeah, cafe. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a it's a Latino thing, I guess. When it's super hot, you had to drink like soups and hot coffee and things like that. I don't know why, but uh, it, it makes it seem cooler outside when you're hotter on the inside. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> That's awesome. And then the man who's going to be a central figure in our show because our our lead off topic. One man was he knew it. He knew it. And that's David Bianco, safe and sound, Texas audio excursion. How you doing this evening, David? Good. Hey, thanks for asking me, Chad. Chance, Chad. Just oh, yesterday. look at this. <laughs> Listen to this. That's a Freudian slip because uh, a certain man in Salina, Tech, uh, Kansas, has been on David's mind here recently, like a few of us. But uh, anyway, I want to thank everybody who's joining us now. If you're listening to this later on the podcast, welcome. We're going to have a, a really interesting conversation about current events in, in the vinyl community and record collecting at large, but then also a couple of topics we've kind of worked through a little bit. So we'll see how time goes. But like a lot of things, you plan. What's that saying? Uh, make plans and God laughs kind of thing. And we, we made the plans about our topics at the beginning of the week. And wouldn't you know it, there comes a news bombshell. Uh, I think it, I think I got the email at like six in the morning my time. So very interesting choice of a news release, but uh, that is uh, the the big news of the Atlantic seventy five series with acoustic sounds. Now Atlantic has been putting out seventy five anniversary releases on their own thirty three RPM. I'm sure, if you've been in your local record store, you've seen them. Oh, see there we go. David's flashing one right now. Um, so, so not a big surprise to that piece. What's surprising is that these are getting a little bit more deluxe, a little bit of something, something. And so they've partnered with Chad and team at Acoustic Sounds. They're going to be making a select series of albums at 45 RPM, all the bells and whistles you're used to, the great jackets, the you name it, we're coming at you. Good price point, $60. Um, limited. They've got all kinds of 
uh, foil embossing if you get in, and we'll kind of get into that. So we'll just kind of start there. Jose, first reactions when you heard this news, and is this something that appeals to your record collecting approach? I think Atlantic is a good label. There's less titles that I want than other people. But uh, my only problem, I mean, I was excited for some, like the Velvet Underground, um, which I did ask today on um, um, Michael45. had a stream with uh, Chad, and I got to ask at the end. And he said that that's about like a three-year wait. So that's probably going to be one of the last ones, if not probably the last one, which, uh, you know, makes me bump because when I hear – pre-orders for three years i don't get excited at all i i think that if it was the 75th uh birthday of the you know the anniversary of the label i would have loved if it was not it didn't have to be 75 you know the titles it could have been like 15 10 20 and maybe make them this year and then the other ones just keep celebrating i guess but uh you know I'm happy for some. The Genesis interests me. Uh, definitely the Velvet Underground. There's some stuff that I am not as fond of or that I think that they already did like a good version of it. Print uh-huh. or something. Maybe it, would, it will lead to something better. Again, I'm happy when there are like out there titles that even if I don't like them, I think there are great uh, additions to the audiophile world. Like even Matchbox 20 or Hoodie yes. on the Bluetooth, which I think are very interesting titles, uh, not in the best way possible. Uh, I think that um, they're welcome in the sense that maybe some other titles can be, you know, chosen just based on the fact that, um, you know, recorded nicely and it's about time to make like a definite version, you know. I'm with you. So before we move to David's opinion on this one, I just want to meet this one head on. We were talking about it in the pregame. Jose, there are some allegations that you are causing mischief in that live stream. And well, the allegations, I think, came from the person asking. Wow. Mr. Stark. <laughs> Mr. Stark, is this true? Are you the one but, who – Wow. No, what's going on, on here? Talk, talk, I thought we're, we're trying to keep this straight and narrow, gang. But, Jose, how do you how do you please to these charges against you? you no. Know, uh, not guilty. Actually, you asked me on Instagram if it was me commenting and that I was on fire. And I thought you were you meant like when I was on Rachel's uh, in the oh, morning. Oh, no, sir. No, sir. No, I because was like, yeah, whoever this, this gentleman or gentle person is was just yes. – they were fit to be tie-dyed, to borrow a common expression. And uh, when when your name got circulated, I, I, had, to, I had to reach out privately because it, it seemed a little against type because you may make a joke here or there, but – I mean, this person was yeah, doubling and tripling down they, on. They what were they were on. possessed. <laughs> yeah, I have to. They had to rewatch it. I, I only I only saw like the screenshots that some people asked me if it was me, and yeah, that's yeah. why I came in like at the end because you asked me, and I was like, I, I was working doing my stuff, and I was like, I'm not even going to watch it. Well, Ho- Ho- Jose is actually like in the real world, like making a difference and making money and doing <laughs> real things. He's being he's being roped in, reeled into these uh, VC dramas that he has. Yeah, I was not even watching, work. but I, I just came in like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> but uh, no, and uh, yeah, it was like South American something Euro, and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and and uh, I I. Uh, 
I'm not even from South America. So. <laughs> That's the irony of all ironies. It was, it, yeah, yes. you're not and, and I don't have any euros on me right now, but uh, you know. Well, well, we're here. we're glad to clear your name, Jose, because the last thing we want is is the hate mail and the vitriol that can come your way with with being a disruptive force. Now, David, yes. <laughs> you were given a shout out on this this the same live stream. We're kind of drafting off the live stream here for a second. You know, Michael yeah. forty five and and Chad held earlier, and you got a shout out because is it true you're here to set the record straight? You may have had an inkling that this was coming down the pipe, and and. He called you Dave, and we know that's a no-no. We we yeah, if we yeah, know David yeah. Bianco, it's David. Let's be very yeah. clear. Not Crisco. It's not Davey. It's nothing. It's David. So how, how, how a, did you and, know? and I don't I don't really have a strange name, so I guess that's not a oh, problem. Wow. Oh wow! I didn't set you off for that one. Wow. So so anyway, in serious so, tip. So so you yeah. had an idea this was coming. Obviously, you have a, a relationship with Chad, and, and and credit to you for keeping it keeping it confidential, yeah. but. Um, yeah. Your own impressions of this announcement and, uh, you know, is this something that you're excited about? Do you think it moves the hobby forward in any way? I mean, initial thoughts. It's huge. I mean, in terms of the volume and the work and the effort. I mean, when I visited Chad last year, he was just putting the final touches on the Steely Dan deal. And I got a sense of how much is involved with those. What? Seven records or whatever it is. I mean, and this is like 10 times as many. Uh, There are a lot of balls in the air with something like this, both from the pre-work and the contracting and, you know, the the, even setting up of the plants. He's going to have some done at RTI, early presses, at QRP. It's just, you know, I look at it a little more analytically from a business perspective, I guess. Uh, As far as the output goes, there's a little bit of every something for everybody, which is what I like about it. It gives a lot of people... Uh, a choice of some things to get as mm-hmm. opposed to, you know, just saying, oh, it's all old jazz or all oh, it's old this or that or the other. It's got some new stuff. I, I feel like Chad's kind of starting to see where he can find a, a lane, although it's narrow with analog in some of these newer things to go in. Mm-hmm. So that's really a good, you know, a good indicator to me for him uh, and for the business. So I think it's got a lot of positivity to it. Yeah, you can always say, why Dusty again and why this again and why, you know, okay, you could do all that stuff. But but at the end of the day, this is a huge undertaking. And uh, I think uh, for me, uh, I think I decided I'm going to go with the monthly subscription thing because to me, that's the best balance. I don't have to put out all the money at front. I get the shipping for free. And I can manage it. And then I'll have the set and I'll have a low number. So to me, and I didn't even, I wasn't even considering it at first, but I just said that makes really good sense. That's a middle of the road option that he gave Mm -hmm. an average person. And so, you know, the more I think about it, the more I think, you know, yeah, half of them aren't going to be ones that I'm really hot on, but it's a collection and it's a collector thing. So I, I think he's done a really good job of trying to, mitigate some of the concerns about newer material and uh, bringing the price points down from UHQR. You know, we're not going to have a box this time, so that'll keep certain people quiet for a while. So, you know, uh, I think all in all, it's a, it's, it's a, it's an interesting uh, evolution in his business. That's fair. You know, Jeffrey Beaumont raises a good point. He said, wouldn't it be sweet 
if the titles they haven't announced are box sets. Hadn't really considered that. Uh, now there is a box set for forty six hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> no, but also, also, I don't know if you saw that post that uh, Atlantic themselves put, but there's yeah. something going on with Vinyl Me Please, and I think yes. it's a box set. Oh, well, that would make sense because Vinyl Me Please is doing some titles like they're yeah. doing Stone Temple Pilots number four album. So so there, there seems to be they're kind of piecemealing a lot of this 75 plan. Now, those yeah. aren't 45 RPM, I don't believe I don't have it in front of no. me, but mm-hmm. um, but there, there's definitely a lot of cooks in the kitchen on this project in different forms. But, so, yeah. So, for example, you have to also understand that some titles are Atlantic exclusive for like like this Led Zeppelin four that they announced. It's like translucent, uh, tra- transparent vinyl. Right. And then I don't, I don't remember the other ones were, but I know there's a few photos that they put out. But so those are going to be different titles, not just like the same that Chad chose as 33s. They're like different titles. And these vinyl me please ones. So it's going to cover a lot of range. Sure. And it's still the celebration of the thing. We don't have, I don't think, if anybody knows here, but I don't think there's any like details about like their um pressings for like let's separate four i don't know if it's like the the remaster the remixed thing no i I saw i saw that email today and it's a clear vinyl but yeah it was very light on detail so it doesn't no details if it's the jimmy page remaster jimmy says (laughs) yeah Yeah, i mean yeah so yeah a little light on details but um well jason new guy here I'm sure you've heard this news. Um, I, I don't want to like put you on the spot and say, are you an audiophile? But I know you're a, a vinyl enthusiast. Well, what's your initial read on, on this project? And is it something that excites you, something that you think is good for the hobby? Tell us what your thoughts are. Yeah, I mean, so for me, to be 100% honest, honest I'm probably not a customer just because – you know, I'm going broke just buying originals and putting together a collection for a long time. I don't have, have room. Go fund me for Jason's channel here at the end of the broadcast. <laughs> well, and go fund me for a house to be able to fit it all too. You know, so it's kind of like, you know, when it comes to stuff that you know is pretty readily available, I already have. You know, it needs to be kind of an exciting release for me. I do like the mention Jose said of the Zeppelin Four. That's one that I need an upgrade for, so I might be looking forward to that. But. Do I think it's good for the hobby? I mean, yeah, I think, you know, putting records out there, especially, I guess, audiophile um, quality records are going to be good. You know, if, if the the community is going to support it, then, you know, it's, it's fantastic. I just don't know. First of all, I, this is the first I'm hearing about it because I didn't watch the stream. And I, I, I've heard oh things gosh. kind of, oh my God. You know, I have total black sheep here on this topic, but it's like, yeah, you know, does it excite me? I mean, personally, not that much, you know, but. On the other hand, it's, you know, I think it's good. I mean, hey, if, if you can put out 70 albums and sell them, I mean, that means the community's thriving, and that's great. Um, it's funny. I think Jose said some of these are coming out three years down the road. It's like it's going to be 78th anniversary by the time they come out. And, <laughs> well, you know, and to, and to David's point is that, you know, if it's 75 albums, is there a potential? And if these are going off to different pressing plants and stuff like that, is there going to be a variance in quality? Maybe not. I mean, it seems like a lot of the stuff they put out is fantastic. But yeah, you know, I guess that'd be the only other thing. Seventy-five is a lot of albums. Yeah, and I think David David kind of brought it up earlier too that uh, Chad was very transparent about they're going to have to at the rock flack better word offshore these to RTI and maybe other pressing plants to kind of keep up with because obviously 
Acoustic Sounds has their own capacity challenges, and they've got UHQRs. They've got their own titles. And David, would you add something? Looks like you. Well, that creates a that creates a pomo for getting yours early, though, because they'll come from QRP. Is does, oh, does, okay. your, plan, does your plan that you have uh, for the month to month thing? You also get like the number thing, the number limited number thing. I, yeah, you get it's between two fifty one and five hundred. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm like David in that when it was announced, I wasn't like blown away. I needed to kind of digest. I'm warming up to the idea. Originally, I was going to probably pick and choose some titles, uh, to be honest, because some spoke to me more than others. And a lot of the titles, frankly, I already have originals or I have copies I was pretty happy with. Like the John Prine one, for example, I have an original. I've got the Bonnie Me Please. So it gets into the territory of duplicative titles and do you have like you said earlier jason do you have the, do you have the house do you have the space sure. to house all these things so you got to be a little bit thinking I of will, that you know i will say that i think that this is the best time if you're new to the to the game of vinyl and for whatever reason you go into it like as an audiophile like straight up i think this is like a great moment for you because all your basic grounds are going to be covered. But again, because I do sound like a broken record, I think that it is also interesting if you can also feed the need of those who have been collecting for a lot of time. Sure. Because again, it, it doesn't, I'm with Jason, like it, there's some stuff that really didn't excite me at all. And again, I'm excited for the Velvet Underground because it's a, a record I love. Is it my favorite of ever underground record? No, that's the... The black one self-titled, but not the but with Nico, just the and and I like it, but again, it's just like I'm buying a new version of a record that I already own like two copies of. <laughs> hmm. So there's some solid stuff, I guess. Uh, but if you're new to it, I think it's gonna be way better for for them. Because it's like again, it's the same with Vinyl Me Please. I think they have great titles, but most of them are not records that are like hard to find or which they have exceptions right like I, there's there's a vinyl me please uh record that i've been raving about all, all this uh last month uh, they just put out on the country section and that's a record that's normally from from that artist chalino sanchez that's sure. a 500 to a thousand dollar record any pressing you can find and i've only seen two in my lifetime you know which I, i've been collecting for 20 years I'm 28 years old, but yeah, <laughs> but I've never seen how did that math work. Are you no? <laughs> yes. Well, I started very early. My my dad used to collect. Uh, Got it. The, uh, he collect CDs, but mostly, but he did collect the uh, records. But I mean, I I think that um, there's some stuff that I'm very happy that they were issuing, but I just want a little more meat, you know. A little more sizzle. Yeah, I'm with you. Imagine. Well, Imagine if Chad had like done like uh, tools anima, like that'll be like like people will be fucking rolling right now on the street, like just people in. Yeah. You know, I would love wheels. to see a lot like a of Super Bowl victory. They'd be turning over cars. Yeah, I'm with you. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Now, yeah, yeah uh, Miss Mister Stark here points out so the subscription <laughs> thing for folks who aren't familiar with how they're trying to roll these out. So just talk about that for a second. The first, I think it's if, if you wanted to get. Numbers one through, so these are pre-numbered if you get in early, like David had said. Numbers, if you want to get into that first to first, zero to 100, you had to pay right away. It, it was, there are certain criteria, right? There's three tiers. Now, if you were one of the early adopters with this quote-unquote subscription model they're running, 
uh, you get the same number of every edition. So every title is number 27 or whatever, whatever number you get. Likewise, there's a second option that uh, I think, David, was it cheaper than the first option? I don't think so. I think the second option was technically cheaper, but you don't get one through 100. You get like 100 to 200. And correct me if I'm wrong, guys, if I'm going off. 100, yeah, 100 to 250. And yeah, and then then if you want to do like David said, he's doing month it month. as you go, right? Then you're in that third bucket of 250 to 500. All the same bells and with free shipping. Uh, uh, you get the, the number of titles. Every title is the same number, that sort of thing. So um, it, it, I appreciate the flexibility and what, uh, you know, at least because if you do the math, like it's like going to Olive Garden, you have, I'll do the math, you have the carbon air. If uh, it's like almost five grand like that. And hey, man, to use your own, you can jump in on, and go deep fishing like that, knock yourself out. But I think some folks who like like me, like probably you guys too, that already have a lot of these titles, it's maybe not a, a jump right away kind of thing. You got to think about, it. like David said, you got to marinate on it. Didn't jump right away, like the idea, all that sort of thing. Isn't it funny that if some people start reselling these records, they just gonna know who who sold them because it's like, oh, you got. <laughs> Trace of two forty seven. Yeah. Oh yeah. George Hey, Chad is a capitalist, so he won't have a problem with it. You know, um, yeah, I guess, I guess. But my my suggestion, you can't do that with audio files, but what I've seen sometimes, it's like the first uh three hundred are blue collar vinyl. I, I think that could have been something like a print or something like that. Could have work a little more because you're not getting anything more than a number. It's just me, but just the number for five thousand dollars. I mean, is that I mean, that much of a difference in the first hundred from the second hundred? Well, you know, it's it's, I, mean, it's I, like, I guess it's the perception, right? Because it's obviously yeah. what, what the perception is is that those are the first one hundred pressed, right? So but it's that's course. not really even true. You know, that's yeah, just, and, and, and even then it's yeah. kind of hairy because you know they're making these and are they really I think somebody even asked this on, on the Michael 45 stream today. Is it a one for one? Is it literally they're matching the jacket with the actual coming off the line? Yeah. I don't know if that question got touched, but the perception is that yes, those are the first one hundred. But like David David kind of shook his hand. It's it's hard to hard to measure that, right? So so the, that's the per, it's 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 all about perceived value. It's that yeah. It's the numbering. It's the limited edition. Now, I'd be remiss. Now, Chad's a good salesman. I'm going to say that. They'd be remiss if you got it's like got, got Bob and Weave because there are some of those kind of don't want to miss out, the FOMO. Like I heard him really pimping up the Phil Collins title today, uh, which it may very well be the case. <laughs> I'm not disputing some of the information they're throwing out there. However, a couple of cues I wanted to touch on. And one is, well, first of all, before we touch on a couple of these things, was this, do you guys agree? Because, you know, Chad kind of teased in previous conversations that this was the change your pants announcement that uh, you're going to have to wear a diaper. Cool announcement, but but my diaper is still a little dry. I'm going to be honest. It was, <laughs> when I look at the list, yes. you know, I, you know, might have got a stiff pant for a second on a couple like those Stone Temple Pilot albums. I got a stiff pant. Short of Led Zeppelin, you know, that would be diapers and Viagra. I mean, it, it would, <laughs> I mean, I mean it would, it, you know, other than that, I just don't think anybody is satisfied anymore, to be honest. No, it's a very high bar to you. Like Jose said, yeah. like if, if, if he did a tool, tool enema, yes. Yeah, there it's, would like, be, it's like you're laughing at Phil Collins. Phil Collins is selling hot. 
I guess. <laughs> really? Look, look, my, if if I, I have a label, but it's not it's not a medium or or big label. It's a small label still. Yeah. If I had that kind of money, you know what I would do? It's like, all right, give me, give me the twenty most uh, expensive records on Discogs. Most of them might be easy to repress because some are like I don't know old or whatever. They just never get touched. So my my idea would be like again, for example, the white stripe thing, and then Hootie on the fucking blowfish. If if people are really interested in getting these audiophile treatments, and talking, I'm not even a, a tool fan, but wouldn't it be amazing if they pressed Anima? And they could even charge extreme amounts of money because Tool really loves money. Uh, and every, any member of Tool is like craving for money as much as Paul and I don't even know. Fat kid loves cake. Yeah, I'm with you, Jose. That's yes. right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but that would be amazing. I mean, because that would be like be an interesting see to thing to see. For example. There's a label called Gerson. I don't know if anybody yeah, knows yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did the farm record. They did uh, Morgan's reissue. Yes. They're reaching some stuff that's like $2,000 worth on Discogs most of the time. Yeah. And that's amazing because that's like a slap in the face to all those people trialing those records because they get to see that when they do release them, they don't go for as much money. They don't even reach the $100 uh, mm-hmm. thing. So it – it, it bursts the bubble a little because it's like yeah. if you actually want to listen to it, you can buy a good reissue of it. And if you want an original one, it, they might come down in price. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. a lot of 90s stuff. Like Godsmack is one that's been on my list forever. And I know he's like Brandon has a copy of it, you know, in his collection. But it's like there's no reissues of it. This thing is very expensive. There's a lot of nine, late, you know, 90s, early 2000s. When is that stuff ever going to get repressed? You know, it's like this, it's so expensive and it's such limited runs. I would love to see that. But I also love what Jose says too about, and he got me thinking initially, it's easy to forget you know, um, putting these kinds of collections together for new people looking to get a, build a collection. But then I'm thinking it's like, is it a price point that's available to them? If they're, if we're worried about, well, the first 100 coming off the, the press is this much. And this, and so then it kind of becomes, um, cost prohibitive for new people. So it's like, who are, who is the customer? And it really does seem like when you're talking about cost, it's probably going to be audiophiles. Mm-hmm. And so while, yeah, it would be great to put out a set of records like this for people that are just coming into the hobby and would like to subscribe and get these records in their collection. But is it a cost of effect, cost effective way to do that for a new person? Do they care, you know, that it's on colored vinyl or that it's limp or it's you know number two hundred and sixty or whatever? Sure. Oh, but this is a you know analog productions products are for a very a relatively narrow band of folks. Let's face it, and yeah. that's fine, and that's Jad's business model. And that's what he does. That's why he's not going after the kind of stuff Jose just talked about. He's not about knocking off the person that are the people that have a thousand dollar copies of something. His is trying to provide the highest value and quality to those who are, you know, discriminating enough to pay the money and want it. And that's that's who he is. And like he said, somebody else wants to do the other stuff. Go start a plant, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, 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 Matt here, Prime Analog Records raises a point. And I did because we, we touched on this in the open about, you know, Chad said that that the timetable <laughs> to get all these titles out is three years. Right. Yeah. And if, if anyone's familiar and I'm sure the folks in the gallery and even people listening will 
can identify if you've ever danced with mobile fidelity, right? I'm just going to call them out. I'm calling them to the carpet because this hotel California is a great example, right? <laughs> hotel California one step finally came out. But David, as you talked about in a recent video, the pre-order was almost two years old. November the pre-order, 21. Yeah. Right. They announced this, they announced several other titles, um, uh, the Van Halen stuff. I mean, there's, there's a litany of things and, Again, I don't know what's going on. I know they're trying to, to build their own plant. There's a lot of, obviously, MoFi gate, a lot of things going on. However, I think when Chad gives a timetable of three years, I would expect they'll probably go a little bit longer than that just because, you know, that's how things usually go. However, however, three years at the going rate, that's like nothing compared to Mobile Fidelity because, I mean, they're just now. Yeah, yeah. Jose's got the, the placard right there. That, the music direct thing, yes. <laughs> Wait, and, yeah, uh, from years well, ago, years of the well, years I think ago, older than than this one. But what I'm saying is, like, this hasn't been released. 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 And I think these two haven't been released. Yeah, and yeah. There's and so so on that page. Jose's flashing a page from their catalog, and you've got what twelve titles. Yeah, this is this is their most recent. I believe it's the most recent catalog. Yeah. yeah how, how many titles, Jose, have been released of the twelve that you just showed? Have actually come out? Uh, one, two, three, four, four. Okay, <laughs> so thirty thirty percent, right? Yes, if I'm doing twenty five percent, twenty five percent of that list actually has come to market. Yes, five, which five, 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 okay, five. Yep. With, with, with which one? Both. Well, even Run DM. No, that's Run. Whitney came out. Still, Bill came out. I Robot came out. Thriller came I out. And oh yeah, this one. I saw CSN. photos of somebody. Yeah, it just came out. That just yeah. came out. But yeah, but point, my, my point, point being is that that yeah. you know when Chad, Chad says three years, like yeah, that's not ideal. But even if like he said today that the goal is two a month. Which I think he said, you know, some See, months. That's why, like, that's why I like the monthly deal because there's probably going to be months I'm going to pay nothing. <laughs> not gonna yeah, be but, however, there's going to be months you're going to be paying two bills, David, or more. If it, what if he throws you a curveball and here comes five titles? He did that on that Prestige series that he just reissued because I pre-ordered, yeah, I cool. pre-ordered all the titles, and all of a sudden nine titles came at me at once. And it was cool when like one or two Z's was coming out and I'd get charged $40, but nine at 40 a clip came at me real quick. And I, you know, fortunately I'm blessed and it wasn't that big of a deal. I'll but. just put my wife to work. It's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, my, my, my other issue that I would say is that now I know a lot of titles, not all of them, of course, but I now know a lot of titles that are coming from here to three years. So I'm not as excited because I'm like, oh, wow, in three years, I'm going to get a Velvet Underground. I don't know where I'm going to be. I'm going to live here. I don't know where I'm, you know. You could be underground at that point, actually. (laughs) Do you want to wait three years? You're probably finding an original by then. Yeah. No, I do have an original of uh, the the Velvet Underground loaded. See, my plan is that when I die, all this shit's going to keep showing up at my house. My wife's going to go, what the hell's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Like the newspaper every day. Yeah, the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and I'd love her if she's got to cancel it, getting on the website and trying to figure out a, a cancellation situation. I mean, oh, yeah, God, it could be a while. Don't leave that on her. <laughs> I wonder how uh, much this one's going to cost out of the blue, because that's a double album. 
Oh boy. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, I mean, that's gonna be like thirty-three, perhaps. Making you big, David. Hold hold the phone. Let's yeah. throw that back up. Yeah. Out of the blue by ELO. ELO, sure. sure. No. You know, I will say that I have friends that come to my house and look at this. And uh sometimes they're <laughs> like Jose, you're entertaining your friends with the, the music direct catalog. That's pornography. <laughs> it's, it's it's way easier to get this than like open a, an actual book and start reading it, right? <laughs> Just have it on the coffee hey, that, table. That's a commitment. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't want to get into commitments. Hey, yeah, but, but it's always interesting. But again, my 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 problem sometimes it's like I like it when I'm like surprised by a release, you know. And mm. uh, I just again, I just hope that not I guess I love when MoFi does 33 uh, RPM records and they do them for less than forty dollars. I get super excited. I'm like, wow. It's like, I don't have to like worry, worry about all these things. Cause sometimes you really like a record, but you know, it's like, you don't want to marry the record. You just want to date it a little bit. Get out. <laughs> but even you the know? Whitney, the Whitney is 60 bucks and it's one record. Yep. But the Whitney uh. record, I don't know if it's the best Whitney record. I, I'm not a Whitney expert, Yeah, but it, but for example, the ELO, when they did the El Dorado thing, yeah, I think it was a little overkill. It's like shooting yourself in the foot. It's like, hey, look, I got the super vinyl here. Nice. Hey, I have the 33 one set. Okay. Hey, I have the 45. You're just like standing alone, like waiting for somebody to take you out of dance. And that's not, I don't think that's fun, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. But that's so, that. David. Yeah, I don't want to talk out of, out of turn or anything like this, but you, you seem like you're closer to this than a lot is. They got to press, this is going to sound terrible, but they got to press something. I mean, they got to put out albums consistently. I mean, they're in business. They got to make records. They got to make audiophile records. And so they're putting these things out, popular music and audiophiles are, are like, you know, we talked about Phil Collins, you know, Whitney Houston. I love Whitney. I love the first album. They sound great. The original sound great. And they were pressed in the millions. The same with Phil Collins. So there's only so much to go around. They got to press something. That sounds terrible to say. Yeah. And I think, well, you raise another good point, Jason, with the the curation of these titles. And, you know, Chad didn't really talk too much about, I think there was a little criticism on the stream about a lot of the titles are from the same artists. So, you know, the, the challenge was, where's the diversity of artists? Because I think some, some artists, like there was like three Ray Charles records and, you know, certain, certain artists, two stone temple albums, that kind of thing. Um, and and I and I and David, you know more about this than probably the rest of us about the licensing piece. I mean, I'm sure part of the consideration, even though you're working with the catalog <clears throat> and, and and the label, is that there's a licensing element. Is he even hit on the Atco piece? Someone asked him about the Atco titles, right. and Chad was very transparent and said, you know, like yeah, we'd love to do ACDC. Can't they they license that arrangement? You know, so there so there are things behind the scenes to that point, Jason. I think that we'll probably never know. I think I think it's easy for us to kind of like Monday morning quarterback and say, man, why aren't they doing this? I mean, case in point, of course. And, and this is the one that you know Chad is being very, uh, very deliberate, very intentional about uh, not dancing around, and that's the Led Zeppelin piece. I mean, people are, you know, you know how like the internet goes. People are putting the clues together. They saw that on the website. There's only 70 titles announced. That means there's five. Unannounced, so people are you know automatically trying to draw conclusions, trying to. It's it's very similar to how vinyl we please people are trying to guess the next releases, right? 
Get some buzz going, yep. Yeah, get some buzz. But, you know, again, the Led Zeppelin stuff, yeah. And even Chad said it today. Like, he'd love to do it. Loves it. Loves the band. Would love to do it. But there's so yeah. many hoops and so many, you know. And, and then, like Jose said at the beginning, conveniently enough, here comes the email from uh, Atlantic themselves. Oh, here, part of the 75th anniversary. We're on clear vinyl. So, some mixed messaging there, too, because you would almost think, why would they do the 33 and then why would they do a 45 later? So, Yeah, and, and of course, they would want to press the most popular ones themselves because they can earn way more money. You know, right, they're, they're cutting out a little bit. Of the P- yeah, it's, little bit, yeah. yeah. So, they're not going to license their best uh, records and just get, like, scraps, you know? Uh, that wouldn't even make sense because yeah. uh, they, they probably um, – they are getting all those records out to the world, you know. I agree with that. Well, well I, think, they, I think, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, I think we can all agree that it's probably good. To, I mean, it's a good thing to have variety. I think, you know, there, there's nothing wrong with that. And like you said, Jason, maybe it's not for you, but at least the option exists. And, and that's kind of where I'm at because once he said the magic words today, Stone Temple analog, I got real excited because my understanding to this point was that was probably digital and they, rhinos rhinos probably put out the best release of core and purple that i have but when he said analog i got a little excited i'm not gonna lie that's where that pant got real stiff because i'm like wow now we're talking <laughs> we're, get, we're getting real excited and even <laughs> not my pants pant because you know the singular of pants diaper is, diaper patrol <laughs> yeah well yeah i don't have the depend i want to be very clear i'm not wearing the adult diapers but i wear a pair of pants like anybody's business and the singular <laughs> of pants is pant look it up but anyway uh, but even titles, Jose, you made a point about Matchbox Twenty. I, I'm guilty as charged. I like Matchbox Twenty. I'm a, that title is a little more common out of their catalog. It was actually pressed on on wax. They had a co-op with Lava Records in 1997 when that came out. Have that one. When they reissued a couple years ago on Red Vinyl, have that one. So now it gets to me. It gets into well, I've already got several of these copies, but do I have a definitive copy? And then, and you know, and, and I give Chad credit on this that live stream when he started flexing those jackets, and you heard that. That's one. That's got to be a record, one of a record collector's favorite sounds outside of the music. Is those jacket crack, jacket crack, jet crack it is like crack because that's what I like. Because I will pay up for a great stout and a great tip jacket, a great the gloss, all that stuff. To me, that's a value. That's maybe it's perceived value. Oh, Jose, Jose, that's like, that's record porn right there. You're making those sounds. <laughs> <laughs> there goes Chance's pants. Yeah, you just filled my pant right there. That filled my pant well, more. It obviously it. froze his screen, too. I <laughs> <laughs> filled my, my, my camera and everything, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I, I, I think, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good announcement. Um, you be the judge if it was the, the, uh, the, uh, the fill your pant moment, the fill your diaper moment, but 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 I appreciate the enthusiasm, and it definitely, I mean, literally, people are talking about it, and I don't think that can be a bad thing. So, all right, yes. business at hand. Let's get back to the regular scheduled programming here. Okay. We'll probably have time before we wrap up the podcast piece of this to to, to at least tackle one of these topics, and that was uh, something we were talking about, or I threw out at the beginning of the week, and that is wish list, and our wish list can mean a lot of things. So we're, we're kind of opening it up. Oh, and then we've got a returning champion joining us late to the party. Better late than never. Here he is. Oh, oh and he's, he comes, he comes guns blazing, coming in hot. Jason Rojas. He's got that Chalino Sanchez vinyl me please. Record. Chalino coming at you. Look What's at that, that baby. 
Jose talked me into this, and uh, I don't know what to say. Yes, near the middle. You don't have a form thought after listening to Chalino Sanchez? Well, the thing is, I was like blaring it, and then uh, I was like, I let's face it, I, I'm not fluent in Spanish. I don't understand what you're just saying. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 there's no English on the album called 15 Exitos. <laughs> That's take exit 15 on I-35. Well, here, Jose, help me out. I thought 15 in Spanish was 15. Am I wrong? Well, the name of our record is just 15 Exitos, but it says 15 twice because it's uh, just like that's how the person that did the design, but it's called 15 Exitos. Got it. Okay. All right. So, Jason, since you don't speak Spanish, what uh, I mean, Jose must have really sold you hard. Are you really trust his opinion? To go no, to an I, album that's not even in your native tongue. He told me that he was not going to get it, and he got it. So it's if he didn't like it, uh, you know, that's not my. Uh, you see this? <laughs> oh, now now <laughs> we're having dual dual flex off here between Jason <laughs> and, and Jose. Just pulled it right under his seat. You know, he has. This one. is this is a extremely hard record to get, and it's mint condition, still in shrink. And, Look uh, at the power pose. Chilin- is that Chilino with the power pose, yes, one yes. leg up? He's doing the uh, the Captain yes. Morgan? Yes, of course he is. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. Look at that. Look at that. Talking about a good pair of pants. That is a good pair of pants right oh, there. Look at those boots. They're uh, s- snake or whatever. Oh, looks like those that, that those twin brothers on Breaking Bad coming to kill you. <laughs> That's yes. a good I'm just, I'm just uh, very happy that they uh, reshoot. I'm getting that same record. Uh, our friend Arnaldo, who's not here, uh, helped me get connected with that record. Oh, but, nice. um, I am happy. And I will say that it's interesting that I think next month they're also doing a Spanish uh, for the essential ones, which is acid. And I'm I'm happy, but it's just a little stereotypical uh, Latin music that they're putting up. But it's a start, I guess. Well, Jose, VU Meter's got a good uh, call out here. What do you think about this? The the Fania Craft series are the best Latin master series. Of course. Look, I I, um, I, I show this on uh, Rachel, but I'll show it again. This is one of my uh, go-to if uh, if uh, you want to start a fight with someone. And what what is this title, Jose? I don't want to butcher this. My camera is horrible. <laughs> oh, well, you froze it. It's too hot. It's melted the wires in your camera. There you go. It's homenaje a Benny Moore. It's uh, Celia Cruz and Tito Puente. Tito Puente, you everybody here knows the Tito Puente song. It's the Santana song, uh, Oye Como Va. Oh, sure. Right? So uh, then this is on Fania Records. This is the uh, label. Got this it. is funny. You said people get in a fight when you play that record? Yes. If, if you come into a house, you, you bring the... A the fist fight, out, a dance theater. fight, like, like beat it. Like what kind of fight are we talking about here? Uh, you gouge someone's eye. Ooh, like a oh, fight to the death. So now you did not talking. play this during the Rachel Ghost show this yes. morning. But, uh, <laughs> you did not play it, and then suddenly uh, this the gallery was like, Bottles are breaking, eyes are getting carved out, yeah. This is also, by the way, uh, uh, Cuban music, which is extremely different from Mexican music. And each country has a very different type of music. So, again, I, I don't call it Latin music. I just call it what it is. It's just uh, uh, Cuban music, but uh, sure. but I'm very happy because the biggest label for like very common um, 
music, it's either Fania or uh, Hermanos Fuentes, which is a Colombian label. The, it's pretty, pretty darn good. But, uh, and then, like, for example, Brazilian music, like Catano Veloso and all that, that's Philips. So it's not even like a weird label. Um, but uh, I'm happy that they're starting releasing stuff. I'm actually very happy they're doing that uh, Acid one because uh, it's it goes for like $150, like $100, $150 for a good clean copy. Would, it, would that be my choice? No. But, uh, you know. It doesn't hurt, doesn't hurt that they're doing it, right? Well, well, I was going to move on to our next topic, but, but Jason, I'd be a terrible host. I'd be rude. And I don't want to be rude. But we, we got to rope you back in, fella. We got to rope you back in like the, the, the Lone Ranger and the Lasso. We're going to pull you back in to talk about this Atlantic. And I, we've you and I have had a little private conversation on this, but what, what are your initial thoughts? And is this something that uh, that you think is good, it's bad, it's, it moves you, it doesn't move you? What, what are your thoughts? You can highlight Mary as Stark. I kind of wrote, like, I did not participate in the pre-order. I did not do it. I did not. You did not? No. I looked at here, the title. Oh, here, the one above. <laughs> hang on, hang on. This, this is on demand. Marius did. <laughs> Marius is like number 248 or something. I don't know, 252. Oh, yeah, 258. He He's got two, 258 yeah. and 303. That's a double flex. That's that's like this. He's coming out guns blazing. He is Chad, Chad just sent him a Christmas card if he, he's ordered two of those things. Wow. I, I just couldn't do it. I, I, I saw the titles, and I was like, well, that's interesting. And then $60, okay, Lamb. Lies down on Broadway, Genesis. That's one twenty, right? They're not even doing the best Genesis. That's my. That's my. That's my view for them. Oh, you so like the Phil Collins stuff, right? It's the best Genesis. Oh, hate the Phil Collins stuff. oh come on! What? what? Then there ain't much left of Genesis that he's not doing. Then I mean, when he's on drums uh, and and not singing, that's my favorite. This, Jose, is this the fight you're talking about? A fight over Genesis and Phil Collins? Are we about to see what's what it's bottles I, breaking? I, I don't care anymore, okay? <laughs> David. David. Well, what's the theme song that he did? Did he do it was not Lion King, was uh Tar what was oh, Tarzan. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're you don't still even like in that my one? art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so Jason, you're not going to bite on the apple. You're, you're, are you just going to yeah. piecemeal? Are you going to get titles? Yeah, that yeah. I'm just going to do like, you know, and kind of see it out, you know. Um, and like I told you, it was just because of the highs were rolled down, right? So I'm worried. Of what? Get of what? Of Pretzel Logic. One oh, damn album. On. One damn album. No, 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 oh, no, no, here we go. David. This is the drama David. we've been waiting for. Hang on a second. Yeah. We're going mano a mano. Here it is. No, here we God. go. Be in a second. All right. What other album? And A Love Supreme. I compared them. Oh, well, I don't buy Love Supreme. Jazz. And the highs are rolled down. You know, so then I'm kind of like, well, you know, you you kind of lost me, and then whatever this announcement is, like I'm well, just going to see it like step. I, I've step. read really good reviews on a Love Supreme. I don't know, so I don't know where your hearing's at, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your hearing's too young, actually. Maybe <laughs> wow, <laughs> I mean, it, it's getting hot in here, Nelly. It's getting hot in oh, here. Boy. David is throwing oh, it boy. down. So I mean, I compared the records. You know, like I have the original, I have the AP33, and oh, now yeah. I have that. Uh, uh, UHQR. I compared them, and you know, I think people would be okay. I agree with Marius Stark. Like people would be okay with that acoustic sounds thirty three. 
If you don't want to spend the money, then that's a, the best option. But if you want to go deeper maybe and get, yeah. what, 10 15% more than yeah. the UHQR, right? But I still yeah. think, like, hands down, the OG was the one, you know, to get. So looking at the list, Jason, give me the two titles that are no-brainers that you're going to buy. Or if you've maybe pre-ordered them already. Okay, let's – now I'm on the show, so let's go – you want me to be serious? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm asking the panel. If they, Jose, are you asking me to be serious or who are you texting? So not 8 in the morning. It's 8 at night, okay? Just so we're straight. <laughs> Jose is calling the federales because he can't believe that you and David went mano a mano like that. Yes. So I will get the link. That's no question, right? I will get selling England by the pound. So like the Genesis, but okay. out of curiosity, bonus round, third choice. I may get Matchbox 20. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's go. For the hoodie, just because JBL, Frank. Frank, he Pittsburgh's was like, fine. What are you going to do your comparison of hoodie? And I was like, oh, man, how dare you? Like, how dare you, you know? So does that mean, am I reading the tea leaves that you have an original Hootie and the Blowfish that you could do? An, uh, a, 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 no, no, no. This would be that Kool-Aid challenge. I, I, would, I would do the comparison. <laughs> you know? Why not? It'd be fun. Oh, that's wild. Hey, listen, I'm I with you. I, I can't wait to hear Darius say the word cry 62 times in high fidelity. That's what I'm <laughs> David, will it spur you to go out and throw the football with a Miami Dolphins jersey on repeatedly? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Not in Dallas. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, well, the vinyl archivist who was really taking some shots at me yesterday. I caught some of that the, the, the morning live stream, and and he was really taking some shots. But you know what? I don't discriminate. TVA, and he says the Yes album to him is a no brainer. Most of Gen most of Genesis is going to be classic plates. Wyoming Dave, Wyoming Dave did me a real solid today. Maybe we'll get into that in the, in the in the freestyle portion of the program. But he, I can't believe he's going. He says Matchbox Twenty, meh. Wyoming Dave, you better put you better change that tank top and put on a coat because that is a ice cold take. And I can't believe that I'm even hearing that from you. You you want to doubt the song master Rob Thomas? right in his apex, right before that was when he was doing cocaine and they were coming up from out of Florida and they were partying. And then he met Santana. Come on now. He played Come with Santana. Now. Yeah. I mean, you know, Come on now. Come on now. Oh, TV. I'm just kidding with you. You know, that. <laughs> I missed the speed round. What did you guys choose? So your top three, we can do it. Well, we, we didn't really get into it, but Hey, we, we got a little time. Let's just crack. Let's crack. The, I embarrassed we, myself. David, first. Did you have the list? I, David, I know you were floating something earlier. Did you, were you pulling up the list? I might have the list here. Let me see. Of what? Of the 75. Actually, here we go. We're going to do some show that, and It was second. in that MSN thing, yeah. Yeah, hang on. Hang on a second, boys. We got a real It shows all the different labels. All right. So maybe the, oh, this is – you can't even see oh, that's his one. stuff. This is – you can see Phil Collins' uh, face. So there's there's obviously one. Use your but, control scrolly arrow, scrolly wheel. Hang on. Or control wheel. plus. Oh, yeah, God. Plus I'm plus. on a Mac, David. Come on. Oh, really command good. Plus. Command Plus. Command yeah, Plus. Hang on. You're oh, hell team. yeah. Way to go, Spins. You, you, man, MVP of the, of the I got live you. Team, my friend. All right. So let, let, we'll just go through here. We're just going to oh, no. look at this. <laughs> Jason Elwood, I'm so proud of you. Look at this. All right. So. 
going through here and, and speak up. Like I like I said, Stone Temple, I, they got my money on that. If I if I sit out the subscription, which I'm I don't know, I'm kind of warming up to it. No, um, make decide quick. <laughs> they're almost they're almost out. <laughs> Yeah, so we got this Mingus, the yes, like uh, TVA was talking about. There's Jose. There's your your Velvet Underground. What are the titles that uh, you think scarcity is going to take over? I know they were talking Phil Collins earlier, but if if you were giving someone sitting this one out or on the fence, what are the titles you would recommend people go after? How easy is it, is it to find those Stone Temple Pilots for a good price? Have they been recently reissued? Yeah, Rhino, Rhino's done a nice job. Rhino First, the core came out for Records Today a couple of years ago, and then Rhino kind of got a hold, and they did a – I think it's a – is it a one- or two-disker uh, for like a little mini box set? They've done the Stone Temple stuff like that, and it's pretty good quality. I mean, that's – to me, up to this point, that's been the definitive copy, and it's about – if you get that box, it's about – 70 bucks so this is 60 it's right in that window mm -hmm. dr john seems like a popular uh, if i'm reading the uh the tea leaves of people talking that about giant him. steps might be good because there's a lot of bad pressings of that record so if this one is you know decent. yeah amazon amazon loves horrible pressings of giant steps <laughs> so like there's like 90 copies of giant steps like blue collar with a different cover oh yeah so VU Meter says the John Prine will sell out. I could see that because that is a that is a it's one of the best debut albums of a singer songwriter that I can vouch for. Yeah, the John Prine, maybe the Bad Company will sell out. You know, the self titled. Okay. Yeah, the John Prine thing. I, I think I'm worn out because yeah, there's a lot of pressings and the Vinyl Me Please one's pretty good. I don't think mm -hmm. I'm up. There it is. There it is, Jason Rojas. I don't want to be a hater, but I, right there, Hootie and the Blowfish. I, I don't want to be a hater, but I hate the hoodie on the blowfish. Right hey, there. listen, those guys were the, they were the, you couldn't go anywhere, I think, in 1995 or six without hearing hoodie on every radio station. Yeah. Soccer moms, yeah. hard rock. I mean, they were all plugged into that hoodie. They, they just they were drinking from the hoodie, the hoodie Kool-Aid. And that's and, not a good that's not a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying facts. Well, I'm, at I'm, least I'm they're, they're not bo booty in the blowfish. So uh, it'll be better. <laughs> it'll be better, David. I like those Buffalo Springfield, but I mean they're they're pretty available. I mean they're not that expensive. Yeah, well, and I think that's the challenge, yeah. right? Is, is you know so a lot of these my titles are not. Things, my favorite things does appeal to me because I think that's within the range of like more normal titles of John Coltrane. Yeah, I think that's he, one of the ones that I really like. Jose, I think Acoustic Sounds already did this. With yeah, I know, I know, I know. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so I hear you, but. Yeah, I well, they didn't do the mono. Maybe they're doing doing the mono because I, you know, I used to have a mono original of that and uh, pretty good. What I really hate about John Coltrane stuff, it's uh, uh, the stereo thing is that he was always panned to the hard left or the hard right, and uh, and the mono ones are really is extremely better in my taste. So if if they're welcome, if they're the mono, I haven't checked. Now, I, I do agree. I saw this in the gallery, and I apologize. I forgot who said it, but the Foreigner records for 60 bucks. this is hard because these are some of the most commonly available records, at least in my area. If it's not uh, – I mean, literally every Foreigner title you can find in the, the $4 bin at my shops. So yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure that there's a fan base for it. I'm sure that – you know, Lou Graham fans, I'm sure they're out there, but 60 clams, that's a, that's a but tough But if you one. buy that, you know, Chance, if you do buy that, it will feel like the first time. 
<laughs> You're hanging around with uh, old Dave uh, Bianco over here and these bad jokes. Come on now. <laughs> it's a training ground. Uh, yeah, yeah. Clearly, there's a mentor mentee situation. Um, but like, there's enough coal train on here. What real. could have done a coal train box? For real. That's actually, not does a bad anybody, idea. Does anybody really want daylight again by Crosby, Steele, and Nash? For real. <laughs> that, that is, I don't think it's such a bad record, but that's definitely no record. I would pay sixty bucks. The Willie Nelson one, I would get. Shotgun Willie, about me, please just did this. Yes, I know. I know, but you know what? That's a great record. And and uh, uh, a friend of mine was telling me that uh, Willie Nelson actually just released. There was only two titles that he did for Atlantic, so it's not like they could have done more. So I'm sure. fine with those two. I'm so, you know, and I am, like I said earlier, I think it was John Bandy had made the comment on that live stream earlier about a lot of repetitive artists. And you're seeing it here as we're kind of perusing this list. There's multiple foreigners, multiple Coltrans, like you talked about, Jason, uh, Dr. John. So, Roberto Flock is pretty, I mean, I don't think it's a $60 record, but I do like it a lot. So, yeah. If they make the fold-out thing, that'll be cool. <laughs> that, I, they're not going to do it, but, you know. Well, now we're getting into SACD, so I'm not even going to wade in those waters. But anyway, I think we've beat this topic to death, to be honest with you, dudes. <laughs> so, so, so I think in summation, nice, glad it's happening. Spend your money how you want to spend it. No criticism, at least from me. Um, but like anything else, David, you hit on the head earlier. Like, there's always going to be people who are just not satisfied. It doesn't matter if you could back up the Brinks truck and give a million dollars and they'd probably say, why'd you give me twenties? You know what I mean? Like, so I think <laughs> that's unfortunately the, 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 the climate that we're in now, but, I, but I do think, you know, again, we're having a good conversation on it. I think it's some good titles in there. Like, I don't know if it, I, I don't know. I, this, like I told you earlier, David, at the subscription thing I'm warming up to, but man, that's just, that's a commitment. And I'm a, it's hard for me to commit, especially for three years. One thing on that prestige series, is, like I said, you know, I knew those were coming onesies and twosies, but I don't know. We'll see. It's anyway, worse we'll than a cell phone up. contract. <laughs> okay, T-Mobile online too. Well, let's yeah. wrap up the podcast part of this. A good conversation on the Atlantic 75. We'll save our other topics for another show, but I want to thank my guests. We'll start with the man of the hour, the man on the inside, David Bianco, Safe and Sound Texas Audio Excursion. Thank you for joining Everybody. us. Thanks. We got Jason Rojas showed up a little tardy. I'm, I'm sure we'll hear about it in a second. He's flexing. Is that a gatefold, Jason? No. Okay. Oh, oh, that's <laughs> I was worried about chance, man. If you would have cracked that thing open. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, thanks for joining us. We'll, we'll talk to you here in a little bit in the freestyle. Jose Marino with no channel. Frozen. 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 <laughs> Appreciate you showing up. And then new to the dais, hopefully we'll come back and join us again uh, over at Spins Vinyl. It's with a Z, Spins Vinyl. Great new channel. Really doing some great things over there. Uh, Jason Elwood, thanks for joining us, buddy. Thanks for having me. And that was another trip around the turntable. Thanks for listening to Vinyl Community Podcasts.